0: Welcome to the No Wrong Turns podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Audrey Lee Hickman Hunter. The No Wrong Turns podcast talks to people about their story and their passions. It aims to see how their passions have evolved throughout their story. Today on the podcast, we have my best friend, Lacey Godsave. Lacey and I met on our very first day of college and we have been dear friends ever since. Lacey shares her story on how she has been through many life transitions, several different jobs, and moving around the United States, as well as living abroad. You're going to want to lean in and not miss hearing about how, through these changes, Lacey tells us how she discovered what she is truly passionate about. No matter if this is your story and you can relate to her or not, I believe that there is something for you in this episode. All right, here's my conversation with my dear friend, Lacey. All right, today on the podcast, we have Lacey Ann, God Save, or God Save, whichever you prefer, um, and Lacey's actually two days my elder, um, so we're basically the same age, but, you know, she's she's older than me, and she, Lacey is from originally from Bend, Oregon, so she's an Oregonian. She loves nature and hiking and camping. And now she literally lives on the other side of the country in Delaware. Um, Some fun facts about Lacey are that she loves pigs, dead or alive. She thinks they're super cute, adorable. She would love a pet pig, like in the backyard as a pet, but she also loves bacon. So she just loves them all around. Um, to give a little framework for Lacey as we go into talking about her, uh, like I said, Lacey grew up to Oregon, grew up in Oregon, and um, then she went to college um, f- for her first year in Spokane, Washington, and that's where we met and became great friends. And then we moved to Chicago, Illinois um, to finish uh, college for a couple years. Then Lacey moved back home to Oregon, and then she moved to China to be a teacher and then she moved back home, had some various jobs. And then she moved to Delaware, also had various jobs. And throughout these different moves and life transitions, Lacey has had a vast array of different um, positions and dabbling in different careers. And each one, Lacey has had um, different passions or things that she's been good at. Um, so she's going to just share a little bit about that today. So. Welcome to our first episode of No Wrong Turns. Thank you, Lacey, for being um, the first interviewee, and um, yeah, welcome to the show. How Thank are you doing? Yeah, you.
1: good. Well, I'm good. I'm tired. Um, last night, my husband took me on this. It was super cute, but it's like the surprise and um, date to go camping but it's like this thing it's like airbnb camping so we like showed up at this guy's house which is like kind of hilarious and is basically like back uh camping his backyard um (laughs) which is kind of weird but it was it was cute we like roasted hot dogs had some (laughs) s'mores (laughs) um slept in a tent and had zero sleep so i'm Mm. good but i am yeah i'm a little a little out of it (laughs) Was this guy, was it, like, a
0: literal backyard, or was it, like, open to, like, a forest preserve or, like, to nature?
1: Yeah, so he kind of had, like, a, yeah, like, a forest behind him as, like, his property.
0: Gotcha. Uh, I was thinking it was, like, a (laughs)
1: fenced-in. No, but, you know, you, like, park into his driveway, and you, like, hike up this little hill, and then you're there.
0: Oh, interesting. Shout-out to
1: Airbnb. (laughs) Sponsor the show.
0: Um... Awesome.
1: Yeah. You
0: should try it. I will have to give that a look. I've been actually looking into um, Airbnb, like to uh, Airbnb, a like tree house that you can sleep overnight in. So more decked out, not your, you know, your dad and brother's uh, makeshift uh, tree house, but an actual house that is in a tree it, it's usually the size of like a studio or something. But cool. I haven't found haven't found the one yet, but it's a goal. It's an Airbnb goal. Um oh, awesome. I'm inspired. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um all right. During the next few minutes and moments we're gonna chat with you, Lacey, about some um big overall lessons that you've learned as you've pursued your many different careers and mm. your many different passions. Um, I'm excited to kind of just dive into these lessons and, um, again, just thank you so much for, um, your time and just reflecting on what you've learned and, um, about your story, um, and how mm-hmm. your passions have, um, come in and to your story. So, um, what is one of the first lessons that you've learned, um, about your, uh, passions and your stories and your careers?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like you just mentioned, I've had um, lots of different positions, and I think, like, the first lesson that comes to my mind is definitely patience. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think I, I had this idea out of college that, like, the first job I was going to get right would be, like, my dream job, and, like, mm-hmm. it would all kind of fall into place, uh, but that didn't happen. So, um You know, I would say, like, not every job I've had has necessarily been something I've been passionate about, but through each job, God has taught me skills, right, that I have acquired for, um, like, the next thing that I've been passionate about. So, like, I'll Mm -hmm. give you an example. I worked at um, a therapeutic boarding school. And I was really bad at it. Um, <laughs> like I had to, you know, be in charge of like these teenagers that weren't like super, super nice to me and um, totally like walked all over me and it was miserable. But um, like through that, I kind of learned skills of like how to deal with teenagers. And I, I brought that into um, now my husband and I lead a youth group at a church and I love it. And Mm -hmm. they don't think I would be the youth leader I am today if I didn't, you know, do, um, work at that therapy, um, boarding school. So patience. Yeah. It was unrealistic for me to think I was going to get my dream job right away.
0: It's so crazy because I think like out of college, you, there's all these job fairs that come to the school and Mm -hmm. so many different opportunities and connections that you hear about. And for some reason, I think that most people or most people that we graduated with, or, you know, it's the dream to get your dream job right out of college. Right. But it's not the reality. And I think that, Mm. We 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 just, like, want that so much. Like, this is going to be the best job. Like, but it's okay if it takes a couple years or however long to, like, reach the dream job because it might change. But I think it, that's so true. I'm glad you said that because out of college,
1: everyone wants their dream job right away. We don't want to wait. <laughs> right. And, like, I mean, there's so many aspects of that. Like, I think, like, the first aspect is, like, working up the ladder. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. if, I don't know, if your dream job is to be, like, a principal of a high school, like, you might have to start as, like, a substitute teacher. You know what I mean? Like, but then also, I think, like, you know, Audrey, like, we went to Bible college and so that has a bit of a different culture there. And I think something that's thrown around a lot is, like, finding your calling. And Mm -hmm. I think I, that, like, really stressed me out in college. Like, I was (laughs) like, what's my calling? Um, And I, and that's something that I think I really learned, too, is just realizing that, like, Maybe like, my calling in life maybe, maybe I was like too focused on like career, like maybe mm-hmm. my calling in life is to know Jesus, and like like that's what he wants me to focus on mm-hmm. um you know what, okay, like I just decided it's an example like I know I knew this lady that was like um a janitor at my high school, and she was like so good at her job, like she loved the kids like so, so well, and um you know. I would think that, like, her dream job probably wasn't to end up being, like, a high school janitor. And, like, she probably, you know, I could see how some people might think maybe she, like, missed her calling in life. Like, God's calling Mm -hmm. wasn't for her to be, like, a high school janitor. But, like, she did everything she could to make it so, like, she just, like, loved – these kids and and what I would like to think is that she was the kind of person that like really loved Jesus and was like God like how can I use this job to honor you like how can I use this job to glorify you and she was Mm -hmm. so good and made such a big influence as a janitor it's like that's kind of like I've taken that like okay God like no matter like where you send me like I'm gonna focus less on like my status Mm -hmm. and like more on like just like knowing you and like doing whatever I'm doing like to the best of my ability like for you yeah I think that's
0: so good. That reminds me a couple of days ago, I was hanging out with some friends and somebody, um, one of his friends, dad's, you know, whatever connection, he was telling a story about how he had gotten a new job as like a bus driver, um, for kids. And he said he was describing, um, this person, I don't know them. Um, Mm -hmm. but he said that this guy was like, so like, it was a really good fit for his personality. And he, was he really loved his job because he would make up songs and, like, have different, like, you know, like, inside jokes or, like, fun stuff that he would they would do on the bus. And the kids were like, don't drop us off at home. Take us around the block. Like, they just, like, <laughs> they loved it so much because he was so Aww. passionate about, like, um, being a bus driver. When you were talking about the janitor, it definitely, like, reminded me of that mm-hmm. story. I heard the other day from... Um, for my friend but I think Mm -hmm. that's so true like when you are um like doing what you're doing like in the moment um like you have to like choose to like okay like sometimes this is going to be tough but like my job might not be the best but Mm -hmm. I just need to like get up and go to work and I don't want to hog the whole conversation but this also (laughs) reminds me a couple of um days ago I went with some friends to go hear um, Bianca Oldhoff speak. Mm. I don't know if, have you heard of her? Mm-mm. So um, she's a pastor and speaker and teacher mm. um, and she's from California mm-hmm. and she just wrote a book so we went to her book tour um, mm. uh, launch thing and mm. uh, her, the, her book is focusing on the story of Ruth from the Bible and mm. one of the main points that she said Um, that really resonated with me is like Ruth, like in that's in the story, like she loses um, where she's from, she loses Mm -hmm. her husband, she loses her, um, like her all the men in her family. So like their status, they're basically kind of, you know, like miserable, because they don't really have anybody to supporting them. And but what does Ruth do? She like gets up, and she goes to work, like, even though mm. her circumstances, like, aren't that great, but she makes the best of her situation. So mm. I, that really sounds like, a, like she has a lot of patience, like you were talking about in your story.
1: Yeah. Um, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. No, I, yeah. No, I like that. Um, yeah, because I think, I think what happens is the focus becomes about us and, and how we look. And, yeah, like, what our status is instead of just, like, knowing him Mm -hmm. or getting caught up in our circumstances, like, your example of Ruth. Yeah. So. Awesome.
0: Good. All right. So I can, I mean, I think definitely patience, like we've Mm -hmm. talked about, is something that a lot of people can relate to. And I love how you brought up, like, the dream job. Coming out of college is not always going to happen or be realistic. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just curious, what other lessons um, have you thought about or um, are on your mind?
1: Yeah, so um, something else I thought of is balance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, like, so currently I, I found a job that um, – I guess you could say it's like a dream job. I'm a massage therapist. I love what I do. And my hours are flexible. And I feel like it's kind of the best of both worlds where I feel like mm-hmm. this is something that fits my gifts. It fits my talents. Um, I love it. And, um, yeah, it's great. But, like, I don't, like, just because I feel like this is my dream job doesn't mean it needs to be, like, my everything. Like, I think, like, if, mm-hmm. if all I do is focus on my job – um, that's an imbalanced life. And, like, when I look at the Bible, like, God calls me to spend time with him. Like, God calls me to build relationships, not just with people at work, but, like, um, to build a, a healthy marriage, right? To, to have friends, uh, mm-hmm. to be a part of my church community. And so, like, I think that I have a tendency to be a workaholic. I have a tendency mm-hmm. uh, because it's, it goes back to, like, trying to have, trying to, like, prove myself. The whole, like, status thing where it's, like, look at me, like, especially in the East Coast culture. Like, East Coast culture is so, like, go, go, go. And and it's all about – it can be, like, kind of living in the world of comparisons of, like, oh, Mm -hmm. you only worked, like, a 50-hour week. I worked, like, a 60-hour week. You know what I mean? And it's Gosh, that sucks. I I think it's (laughs) a balance. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and as a massage therapist, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. But,
0: <laughs> but <laughs> Your hands um, would fall off or something. My hands
1: would totally fall. But, like, I, I really, like, I remember one time there was, like, this thing with a coworker and somebody was like, oh, yeah, I've, like, never taken vacation in my life. And the other person was like, oh, yeah, me either. And it was kind of this, like, it was, but it, it's all about, like, proving yourself. And, and I think, like, I'm just realizing that, you know, a balanced life is really what's um, is God's desire and that's where I'm going to feel the most content and um, mm-hmm. I don't just have one passion and I shouldn't just yeah. have one passion. Um, it, but I think it's so much easier to talk about balance than like actually doing it and mm-hmm. um, that's kind of the challenge now. It's like, what, okay, what does that really look like? Um, hence why we I went camping with my husband last night because we're like, <laughs> we need to spend more time together. Um, so even though all we did was like roast hot dogs and sleep in someone's backyard, we spent <laughs> time together, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, how do you find balance in your life, Audrey?
0: Oh wow. Um, <laughs> I think like, having like set up um, structures is something that I didn't really think about, or I think my it was my life was a little bit easier to balance before getting married. After getting married, I think having you know like a new person living with you and having, balancing, like spending time working. Um, I'm an introvert and need to like recharge alone. So like planning in those times is something that's important, but I think, um, like for Dietrich and I, we have like every Sunday we have meeting, um, time where we just like have an hour set aside or half an hour set aside. So we can kind of just like check in with each other, like things that happened in the week. Um, bad things that happened in the week that we wanted to talk about more um, stuff that's coming up um, and then just like pray together. But we have that time like on the schedule um, like before we go to church uh, Mm -hmm. and the And that's like a built-in time of like, this is kind of, you know, like a non-negotiable and like the same thing, like on Wednesdays, we usually have like a date night. So that's like kind of built into the schedule. And Mm -hmm. I think like those kind of things I've found Mm -hmm. to be like super helpful, but when it comes to just me and like my own self, I think it's harder to like say, like to make that time and space. Mm -hmm. So it's still a challenge. But mm-hmm. I think with, like, somebody else, like, to keep you accountable, mm-hmm. I think that, um, like, helps with
1: the balance. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think for people who aren't married, like, it's – that's why it's important to have that time to, like, have friends. Right, like, people totally. that can hold you accountable. Totally. Um, it's easy to get lost in, in work, I think, um, and, and miss out on the relationships. That, that's lonely. <laughs> So, yeah.
0: our first sponsor is photographer caitlin cassidy she wants to take the photos you want to remember the moments you will never forget the images of you dancing with your dad at your wedding even though neither of you truly knows how to dance those photographs of you and your love laughing in the light of a sunday afternoon that moment when your partner turns to you and asks to spend forever together those images of your little ones covered head to toe in ice cream with laughter in their eyes the snapshots of you dancing with your friends after too much to drink photography is so much more than just snapping a photograph it's capturing the essence of who you are in a moment knowing That the person you are will not be the person you will be in a thousand days. Caitlin wants to help tell the story of who you are today for the person you'll be tomorrow. The complexity of your smile, the wind in your hair, the sun on your face. You are a person who matters. A person to be remembered. A person I don't want to forget. Caitlin photographed my wedding this past December, so if you see any pictures from my wedding, she probably took them. You can find Caitlin at her website, katecassidy.com, spelled K-A-I-T-C-A-S-S-A-D-Y.com, and her Instagram, which is at katecassidy. She is offering that if you book with her and mention the No Wrong Turns Pod, you can get a twenty-five dollar you can get twenty-five dollars off any session and fifty dollars off any wedding. Thank you so much for Caitlin to Caitlin for sponsoring the No Wrong Turns Pod. So it sounds like both um, patience and balance have brought you um, to a place in your life where. Um, you can see that you're not like looking for this in a specific job per se, um, but it could be fulfilled in your job, but that's, it's not just stopping at just your job, Mm -hmm. um, in a nutshell, but it's like your passion is extending like out into other, the other facets in your life. Um, and, um, I'm just curious what, uh, if you have another lesson that you wanted to share with us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So the third kind of ties it all in, I think. And that's, like, that there's different um, seasons in life. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, for me, like, the big overarching, like, umbrella here is that, like, um, my calling in life is to know Jesus. Like, that's Mm -hmm. where I find my purpose and that's where I find my identity. I don't find my identity in being a youth leader. I don't find my identity in being a massage therapist or having the perfect career, find my identity in, um, in knowing, in knowing Jesus. And, and so like, I think something I've learned is like, there are things that are going to be out of my control. So, um, I'm not convinced that because I found this dream job of being a massage therapist, that this is now what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, for example, like what if I have kids and like these kids have special needs and like, I need to be a stay at home mom. I don't, like, when I hear the word stay-at-home mom, I don't get, like, super excited. But, like, maybe that's what I'll have to do whether I want to or not. And, like, maybe I'll mm-hmm. cultivate a passion for that. Maybe yeah. my husband will decide that he found a job overseas. Maybe my passion isn't really to live overseas. But, like, maybe I'm going to cultivate that because, like, that's where God is leading Daniel. And mm-hmm. so I think, um like, that trust of, yeah. like, okay, God, like, I'm going to trust that, like, it's okay. Like, if I don't end up doing this for the rest of my life, like, that's okay, because you're in control, and um, mm-hmm. so just that overarching umbrella of, like, my identity lies in knowing Christ, and that is my calling in life, and um, that's what I kind of lean on,
0: or, yeah, so. Yeah, I like how you brought up um, seasons in life um, as your, um, third lesson here, just about how sometimes that we're in like a really busy season where we're super like, um, booked and like, don't really have time for as much like fun things or, um, things that you enjoy because maybe you're in school and you're working and you're not really able to have, like, as much of a social life as you're used to. But mm-hmm. that's just for school is only for, like, a set period of time.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: like, that could pass. And, like, same with being, like, a stay-at-home mom. Like, although it probably, I mean, I've never been a stay-at-home mom, so I can't really speak on this. But your kids eventually will, you know, grow up. So <laughs> Um, like that's just this season and I hear lots of like mom friends um like say saying that um that they are just really trying to like cherish the like the time in the season that Mm -hmm. they're in with their kids because they're only going to be that age for that short amount of time Mm -hmm. and I think that's so true with like just about other things because like even though you may be set or, um, like think this is going to be like your forever, it may not necessarily be that. Mm Um, and just being open to knowing that this is, this is, this is a, this is a season of life. And I think also too, um, something else that, Um, I heard Bianca, um, say when I, when we went to go listen to her speak is Mm -hmm. about, um, like seasons of friends. And I really liked that about Mm -hmm. how, um, like we may, like when we're in, um, like college and high school and elementary Mm -hmm. school, we have like really close proximity to friends. Um, but when you're like an adult, it's harder and you have to choose, to be friends and if you move Mm -hmm. away you have to choose to call the person and choose Mm -hmm. to to, you know keep up with them so like all of those things are really challenging um Mm -hmm. but like all of that it just like going back to like yeah there are seasons for um all of these different um these different things and it may not be forever but um just to remember it that this is a season and maybe God put you in this season. Like you had talked about in the beginning about how you ha- were working with um, teenagers at the one job that you really didn't really enjoy, but that prepared you for the season that you're in now. Right.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and it's interesting because the reason like this lesson was actually something that somebody told me when I was at that, um, therapeutic school that you're just describing like one of my co-workers like I was really I was doing an overnight shift and like hated it and I was really struggling and she was like I just want you to remember that like life has seasons and um I know this is going to be like a very hard season for you but like you know like push through it it won't last forever and like mm-hmm. uh, and that's something I'm remembering now like like, right now, I'm, like, the other side of things, or, like, life yeah. feels, like, really good, and honestly, life feels, like, really easy right now, and, like, kind of, am being content and enjoying the moment, mm-hmm. um, and just, like, being very grateful and thankful that right now is, like, um, a really nice season, and I think, like, that is the other thing when it comes to, like, seasons in life is just learning to be content, because I think, like, my problem yeah. is, is, like, although I love everything that I'm doing right now, and um, all the passions that I'm cultivating, like with youth, like being a youth leader and like being a massage therapist, mm-hmm. um, it's easy to always look for like how things can be better or focus on the negative. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's maybe something that I'm learning right now is just to um, what does it mean to be content, like in each season, and and being grateful, um, having a grateful heart. And so that's something that I'm challenging myself in right now is is looking at the positive.
0: Yeah, I really like that. Um, Just being content in where you are in the season of life that you are. And Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, it's easier when you're in like a season like you are. (laughs) Um, But just trying to find that um, in where where you are for that moment. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So, um, at the end of every interview, I want to ask everyone, um, kind of just a simple, simple question to kind of hear, um, what they're interested, but I want to know, um, what they're interested in. And so I want to ask you, what is fueling you today? What is fueling your passion um, this could be anything from, um, discovering a new coffee drink order, a new book, a new TV show, a new favorite part of town, anything like that it could be big or small. So Lacey, what's fueling you and what's fueling your passion today?
1: Oh, lots of, uh, there's a few things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, lots Let's of hear people. them. Um, I mean, I know this sounds like such a. I don't know, like, like, Sunday school answer, but I mean, huh. like, Jesus is always feeling my passion, state. so, um, yes, yeah, Sunday school answer, but you're Sunday correct, Sunday school answer, but I'm correct, yeah, so, um, I think, like, mm, but really, like, I think devotions used to be something I struggled with, like, really struggled because I, mm-hmm. I know this sounds bad, but, like, I was just bored, like, I was, like, I'm not this, It was just like a struggle to enjoy it. And like, yeah, there are times it's still a struggle to enjoy it, but I'm learning Mm -hmm. how to be creative in my devotions. Um, so like sometimes, you know, maybe I'll, um, I don't know, like learning how to meditate, how to reflect, how to journal. Um, sometimes I'll read a Psalm and I'll literally like draw it out. Like, um, and I've now I really crave my time to be in devotions which is something that I've always longed for and it feels exciting it feels good and I it really is what has been motivating me um I guess r- the better word would be re-energizing me it kind of it's like I mean I love coffee but it, it's really what coffee is supposed to do it's really kind of what, what gets me going um, and then I would say secondly like I love adventure Mm -hmm. and I'm definitely fueled by like having a challenge or like goals and so I created on my phone this like bucket list like I'm getting it now actually (laughs) I read it to my husband last night when we were driving to camping and text it to him so he would like you know remember what I'm trying to accomplish you know in case he wants to do another surprise date Ooh, Um, that's exciting yeah, so I created this, like, actually a long time ago, so sometimes when they go through it, I, like, edit it or, like, I um will add to it, so it's, like, always growing or kind of <laughs> changing, but, like, okay, so, for example, like, one time I put the goal that I really wanted to, like, someday see a personal trainer, like, I thought it'd be cool to, like, actually follow through with that,
0: yeah. and
1: eventually I actually had a purpose when I became a massage therapist because I was, like, needed to get stronger because they have no muscles so <laughs> uh, like in parentheses next to see a personal trainer I have like August 2018 next to it's so like and I checked it off and then like some things are like really um big like I always have wanted to go to Iceland I really have no reason except for the fact that for some like, I, I have no good reason except that it just sounds cool to say it went to ice. Well, I, it's, it's becoming trendy to go there, and I is hear it? it's very beautiful. Yeah. Okay, well, great. Now you just gave me two great reasons to visit. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's maybe not as easy as, like, going down the street and getting a personal trainer. But, like, so it has, like – so one thing I recently did last – oh, this time last week, actually, is I got a tattoo, which I still need to show you a picture. It's only halfway done. Ooh! Um, yeah, it's halfway done. Can you tell done. us what it's of? Yeah. So, well, it's a pain- It's a painting by my tattoo artist. So it's, like, watercolor, and I basically just word vomited to him, um, like, (laughs) all the things that, like, are special to me about Oregon, like, all these wildflowers that I like, and like, how I love the fact that you can just look out and see just, like, fields of wildflowers and, like, pine trees, and then, like, I love the mountains, and I also love the sunsets, and, like, just kind of went off all these things I love about the Oregon nature, and then, like, he just made it into a painting of his own, and put it on my back. So I have half of it done, and then next... Uh actually at the end of the month I'm getting that like mountain sunrise piece. So. so how many hours was your first session? Five and a half. Okay. The first five did not hurt <laughs> that bad, which was amazing. The last 30 minutes was the worst 30 minutes of my life. Like I was like, I was like not nice. Like I was like, this hurts, I can't do this. He was like trying to put this numbing stuff, didn't work. I was like, I'm so done. So, he was able to finish everything he needed to in that first session, and it was better than I thought, but the last second minutes was horrible. So, next time I get it done, it'll be way less, so I'm not nervous anymore. How do you
0: feel, like, in the recovery process of, like, such a lengthy tattoo time?
1: It was okay. Um, I It's, like, itchy right now in the healing process, and it looks kind of gross because it's, like, part Stabbing. of the healing process is, like, yeah... Appealing. it's not as bad as I thought but like it's not like necessarily pretty to look at right now right so I'm like so hesitant I'm like do I show people or should I wait till it's like pretty should I wait till it's finished you can show me so yeah we'll do that later but anyway so to answer your question making a bucket list although it sounds cliche like I actually do it I have like emojis mm-hmm. to go with each little thing oh like, I love it yeah I uh, I actually check it off and put the date next to it. So the, the next one I I keep badgering my husband about is I want to see a Taylor Swift concert. You know, I'm still obsessed with Ooh, her. Yeah, totally. I listen. To, I know, like, all the lyrics to her new CD. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. Uh, do you listen to it? Um, I have listened to a few songs, but I have not listened to her whole new album. I'm okay. not
1: as um, yeah. strong as a Swifty as you
0: are. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm, like, so into it. I've never. Have you been to a Taylor Swift concert? No. Yeah. Hello. Why haven't we done this? Like I feel but like we could I'm... plan
0: that we could put this on the bucket list to go because she also, I heard, is not gonna be tour. She like just finished her last tour and then she released like her new album. So I don't think she's gonna be touring
1: for like a year or something. She won't be touring for a while. Yeah. So well, once it comes out starts, we can plan it. Please. I like I kept on Daniel like, just so you know. So you know I really wanna go to <laughs> <It's> <laughs> on my bucket list. That's awesome.
0: Anything else from your bucket do you want to share?
1: Um, like, people are probably like, I'm so tired of you my bucket list. <laughs> I mean, it, so, okay, so then I have, like, things that are more meaningful. So, I really want to, like, mentor and disciple. Um, like, I'm really involved in my youth group, as I mentioned, but I want to do that's very more, like, one-on-one, like, I'm going to mentor you. So, I have a few people that we have set up like okay every second week of the month or something like that, and I, oh, if awesome. I actually do it for an entire year, then I'll check it off. Not that it's really about like checking something off my list, but it's something I really want to be more disciplined in, like following through. Um, I want to this is random, but I want to take somebody on a vacation who's never had the chance to, like maybe they can't afford it or something. Ooh, that's but I awesome. actually have to build relationships to do that, so that's like a that's like a big challenge but I'm trying to like a long-term goal that's like a long-term goal so I'm trying to do things that are like meaningful or challenging or like hard for me and then also Mm -hmm. fun things like going to a Taylor Swift concert
0: love it that's so fun Mm -hmm. those are awesome thanks for sharing some of your reckless lace oh yeah anytime (laughs) I'm obsessed with it (laughs) awesome um, any final thoughts you want to share on this first episode of No Wrong Turns?
1: Um, I love your title, No Wrong Ooh, Turns. thank you. Yeah, because I think it ties into my whole big point about, like, your calling in life. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah, like, I understand that, like, um, if you go become a heroin addict and, you know, live life under, like, like yeah, you become a hero, and I get like yeah, maybe that's not the best decision. <laughs> but I think when it comes to mm, life, like we had just talked about, can be very unpredictable. For example, mm-hmm. the seasons in life. For example, like being patient and realizing that you might not get your dream job right away. Yeah. Um, so when I think of no wrong turns, I think like okay, so when I was a debate teacher in China, and when I did um, a teacher at a therapeutic boarding school, or when I then went to, like, do, like, office work for an autism company. Like, I don't think any of those were a wrong turn. I think God was using all of those things to make me um, into the person that I am today and to cultivate the skills that I am today. Um, So I really like the title of your podcast. I think it ties into what I was saying today.
0: awesome thank you so much and thanks so much for being my first interviewee and guinea pig in this process Lacey um no
1: thank you you know what I should do I should put on my bucket list that to be on a podcast and check it off (laughs) do it Yes. do it once it airs though okay I'm totally adding that (laughs)
0: that's <laughs> a good one. Perfect. That's awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, Lacey. Of and um, yeah, thank you for being our first guest on No Wrong Turns. No problem.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: Hey, friends. I have loved getting to chat with Lacey. I hope that we're all encouraged about how through crazy life changes of new jobs, marriage, and moving, that through all of these different life changes that Jesus is preparing and shaping you for what is to come next. You may be like Lacey and in a job that you might be good at but not loving. This may be a job that God is using to prepare you for what is to come. Thanks for listening to the No Wrong Turns podcast with me, Audrey Lee Hickman Hunter, your host. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram page at No Wrong Turns Pod and our Facebook page called No Wrong Turns Pod. Or leave us a rating and review on iTunes. This helps other people be able to see the podcast when they are searching in the app. Join us in two weeks for our next episode drop. And see the show notes for our music credits.